And now, the BBC would like to present yet another programme starring Roy Plumley, Frederick Risewood, Anona Wynne, Jean Metcalf, Marjorie Anderson, Max Jaffa, Sandy McPherson, Lionel Hale, Gail Pedrick, Franklin Engelman, and Percy Edwards. They'd like to, but they don't. <laughs> so here instead, the BBC regrets. Round the hall! And that was, of course, Douglas Smith, known by millions of listeners who thrilled to his vice. Vice? You've left out the O. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Doug. Of course, I should have said, oh, how they thrilled to his vice. <laughs> well, now, as everybody knows, it's try to slip a double entendre past the producer day. And to, to celebrate it, there'll be a lot of fascinating events. There's the annual pancake race at Cows. <laughs> and following Cows, there's communal goat spattering at the Lady Knee Trembler Memorial Hall Penge. There's hormone nudging at Glyndebourne, <laughs> jockey wiping at Bart's, and our old friends, the over-80s nudist leapfrog team, <laughs> are holding their annual flagpole squat. <laughs> I think it's a sort of sit-down protest, you know. It's bound to be in the nature of things. <laughs> if you get the point, you do. Good. None of which brings us to our next item. Another episode of the Muff Plaster Saga. Here in the studio is the last of the muff plasters, we can only hope, uh, talking to Nemony Mouse Habit. Now, Sir Aardvark, if you wouldn't mind... My pleasure, dear lady. Ah! Oh. Once again... All right. Oh! Oh, I'm losing my sense of direction. You were going to tell us about the Spanish branch of your family. Ah, yes. My story is of El Mufflastero, or Mufflastero, the greatest bullfighter in Spain. The scene is Seville, the time, the 1880s. <laughs> My name is Don Hernandez Jose Jerez. It's um, not much of a name, but it's good for clearing the throat. I'm an old aficionado. Yeah, we've all got your number. <laughs> I breed bulls. Well, that is, they breed themselves, but they... Uh, they do it on my estate. <laughs> now, one day I was riding around my hacienda with old Gaspazo Gonzalez, selecting the bulls for the next corrida. Well, uh, what do you think of him, Gonzalez? Which one? That one there, the big devil with the flaring nostrils and the great heaving flanks. Is that a one? Yes, yes. Moo, moo. <laughs> it is I, Douglas Smith, in a funfair and a cardboard Viking helmet. Moo, moo. Moo, moo. <laughs> you sound more like a cow. You try milking me, you'll find out. <laughs> Take his word for it, senor. He looks dangerous. They call him El Bruto. Bruto means a wild. And the L? Lillian. <laughs> no 
wonder if he's wild. Oh, look, he's nuzzling up to me. Nuzzle, nuzzle. <laughs> oh, look at him wagging his tail. Wag, wag. <laughs> moo, moo. Splosh. <laughs> Splosh? I have knocked over a milk churn. Oh. <laughs> he is the biggest bully in all of Spain. Now, where can we find a matador who will face him? Let me try. I'll fight him. I turned in the direction of the voice and looked down my aristocratic nose. You won't find me in there. <laughs> I'm here, behind this clump of yerba. Smith! It means grass. Oh. Who are you? I am Juan. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, uh, now, young man, you uh, fancy yourself as a torero? I know the ways of booze. Let, <laughs> let me borrow your cape and I'll show you. Hey, toro, toro! Doug, come on. That's funny, he doesn't seem to want to charge you. Well, I couldn't charge a friend. Ah. <laughs> well, come on, do it as a favour. All right. Olay! Olay! Look at the way he handles his muleta. Oh, yes, yeah. so should he be doing that? <laughs> Muleta means a cape. Oh, yes. Oh, and look at those perfect passes. A chest pass, a back pass, a Watford bypass. And now, look, a left-handed kyber pass. Ole! <laughs> the way he works his cape is effective, but his mariposas need polishing. Oh, why don't you ascend him to Cadiz? It's pronounced Cadiz. Oh, honorary then, Cadiz. Why Cadiz? Uh, that a bullfighter school there. <laughs> Well, did you hear that, Juan? What do you say? I could hunt for hoy. So, young man, you want me to show you a few old bullfighter's wrinkles, do you? Yes, sir. Well, look, here they are on my old bullfighter's legs. <laughs> these I picked up... Uh, I picked these up in a ring in Madrid. <laughs> a few old scars. Thanks, maestro. They've hardly been smoked. <laughs> now, what makes you think you can become a bullfighter? Ever since I was a little Nino on my mother's ashienda, I've, I've thought of nothing. <laughs> nothing but bullfighting. I used to practice on the cat. <laughs> and you still want to be a bullfighter? Yes, I want to be, all, I want to be like all the other bullfighters, to be rich. Honoured, idolised, to get a turn, Ava Gardner. <laughs> the only gardener who's looked at me twice is the one up the recreation ground. <laughs> and that's only because I trod on his petunias. <laughs> is that the only reason? No, maestro, there is another reason. Ah. The bullfighter is a very special person. Who else but a matador can walk down the road in satin and frilly lace and pink silk stockings <laughs> without getting arrested? All right, I'll teach you all I know. First, the ways of the corrida. Now then, I'll put on these horns. So, I am the bull. You see me coming for you. Now, what do you do? 
Yes, I don't blame you. <laughs> but let's face it, nobody's going to pay you 3,000 pesetas to see you do that. <laughs> use your cape. Well, use your anchor. <laughs> well, use your sleeve then, but don't stand there crying. <laughs> now then, once more. That's better. That's better. Hooray! Hooray! First thing when I'll be ready to fight. Soon. Every week in the marketplace at Cordoba, there's a small farrier. Well, you can't say farrier than that. <laughs> and if you do well there, I can get you a fight at Tori Morris. Tori Morris. Trolliola Morales. Holy hell with it, Barcelona. <laughs> Toured from place to place, gaining experience with each encounter. Barcelona! Away! Seville! Away! Golders Green! Oi, bye! <laughs> One night after a corridor in Madrid, I threw a party in my bodega for young Juan. To entertain, I hired a troop of Andalusian gypsies, and the troop was led by the lovely Carmelita de Rosa e Ballspon Road. <laughs> Enter Betty Marsden, flashing like a breakdown truck. <laughs> she swaggered into the room, her fan fluttering. <laughs> she paused and stared round the room haughtily, a rose in her teeth, her teeth in her hand, <laughs> her hand on her hip. Ah! What's the matter? Well, I bit myself. <laughs> and she started to dance a wild gypsy fandango. Oh, she's magnificent. Kel Muchacha. Yes, quite inexpensive, really, and you get the guitarist thrown in. I meant she's a lovely girl. Look at her hair, piled up on her head, held in place with a pair of bejeweled Spanish comms. You mean combs? Oh, no, by George, you're right. <laughs> I've just washed my hair. Well, now, come. Come over here, my dear. I want you to meet the greatest bullfighter in Spain. Hello. Oh, I'm enchanted. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Is there anything that could explain your appearance? <laughs> here, what do they call you? People call me Carmen. They all pull up when they see me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, hold me, Juan. Which Juan do you mean? <laughs> the first Juan that comes along. Oh, so you are the little bullfighter of whom everyone speaks. Yes. The one they call a Phyllis. <laughs> Fearless. Oh, I am sorry. Oh, dear. But you are afraid of me. Am I not lovely? Eh? Do you not desire me? Well, in my village we have a saying. Il cantarga del chilo despocararo e contendes lombrero e posta blanca. Which means... When you've had a few ginger, not that particular. <laughs> Come on, girl. 
the next day, Juan was due to find El Bruto, the great bull still played by Douglas Smith. But as the crowd flocked into the arena in Juan's dressing room, all was not well. Oh, my head. I've got a terrible hangover. Well, tuck it in your tights and get dressed. Over to you! Over to you to pick your doors, please! Oh, I can't go through with it. But you must! You win this fight and you'll be able to retire. But supposing I don't? In that case, the question won't arise. <laughs> you must do it for me. I taught you to be a bullfighter. I trained you for the ring. All right, but if I, if I don't come back, I want you to have this. My father gave it to me when I was young, and now I want to give it to you. What is it? A kick in the teeth. <laughs> The crowd went wild as Juan strutted into the arena and marched across the sand, his head held high. Then the doors of the toil swung open and out rushed the awesome black hulk of El Bruto. Moo, moo. <laughs> moo, moo, moo. Finished? Yes, that is the end of the moos, and that was Dr. Smith reading. <laughs> Juan stood in the center of the ring. Oh. The bull, the bull bellowed his defiance and charged. Ah! Oh, Doctor, Doctor, is he going to be all right? I'm afraid. I'm afraid he is. Oh, 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 where am I? Just coming up to the tag, but don't worry, I'm with you. Yeah, and so am I. I'm afraid you'll never face a bull again. But did they award me the bull's ears? Not his ears. Well, his hoofs. No. Well, his tail. No, but you're getting warm. Well, which part of the bull? Which part of the bull did they award me? Well, uh, let's put it this way. It's going to look ridiculous on your mantelpiece. <laughs> For another moment of truth, the Fraser Hayes Four. No wonder they say the truth is hard to bear. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fraser Hayes Four. Oh, my heart is beating quietly. Fondle the hand 
Colour supplement. And first with fashion, Daphne Whitethigh. Hello. <laughs> Courage is in the news again. He's done remarkable things in dresses. <laughs> Fabulous things in coats. And now I hear he's done something startling in his boots. <laughs> I have a letter here from a listener which reads... A lot of people criticise me and my mates because we go to work in bright, leery clobber. But me and my mates say, why not? It don't do nobody no harm. <laughs> and it adds a bit of colour to our drab lives. And it's signed, Thomas, the Bishop of Ponders End. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bishop, and... Uh... Thank you, Daphne Whitethigh. Now, once again, it's time to meet trendy Sunday night personality, Seamus Android. Hello. All right. <laughs> well, no. Aha. <laughs> well, no, I can't wait to. So, good night. <laughs> and thank you, Seamus Android, the man whose television show has done more for sound radio than Marconi. <laughs> Now, this week, the colour supplement turns its attention to commercial television, where the high quality of the entertainment is often spoiled by those annoying little interruptions, which we call programmes. <laughs> now, a lot of people underestimate the power of the television commercial. We'd buy fertiliser if they advertised it often enough, and judging by the cereal I had for breakfast, they already have done. <laughs> People would buy anything that was advertised on TV, even water. Well, I'm standing in the kitchen of Mrs Proudbasket's council house in Slowbacks. Three weeks ago, we asked her to take part in an experiment with her washing. Mrs Proudbasket, you washed these shirts here in water, didn't you? Yes, I did. And they come up lovely, shining bright. Now, before that, you tried doing the family wash in different products. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. I, um, I washed them first in sulfuric acid, <laughs> porridge, and, um, and cocoa. But they never come up like this. And look at my hands. They are so soft and white now. Not like when I use sulfuric acid. Yes, women everywhere are turning to water containing the magic ingredient H2O. Whatever the pleasure, water completes it. And remember, water contains 99% of all known germs. Philip rang to say he'd be home late from the office. I had nothing in the larder except for some rubbishy beef cubes. Luckily, there was plenty of water in the house. Oh, Katie, darling, I'm home. What's for dinner? <laughs> A beef cube in hot water. <laughs> Philip, Philip, what are you doing with that gun? <laughs> water gives a meal, man appeal. In our little village, we know a thing or two about water. 
A drop of good stuff, that is. Water. <laughs> but what do I know? I'm just a bucolic old theatre owner. <laughs> Full of honest goodness, that. That looks good. That tastes good. And by golly, it is good. If you put enough gin in it. Many people say that television has killed the live theatre, and it is true that many old established actors have had to change their style to survive. Fiona. Charles. You came to the theatre then? Yes. I couldn't miss your opening night. Back here in the theatre, where you scored all your triumphs. Do you think the audience will remember me? Oh, darling. <laughs> of course they will. You see, you'll get a warm hand when you enter. It's been so long, Fiona. Charles, darling, what a lot of telegrams. Yes. Everybody's been too kind. One minute, Mr. Ackerback. Thank you. Noel sent me roses. Rose sent me Noel's. <laughs> Neither pair fit. How will I go with the audience? Can I still get a cross to them? Oh, you know you can get a cross to them, Charles. Can I still touch them? Oh, I know you can touch them. Yes, but... Can I still move them? I feel you can get across to them. I'm sure you can touch them. And I know that if you really try, you can move them. You're on, Mr. Ackerback. Coming. Oh, damn. Can't remember my love. You will, you will. As soon as you walk onto that stage in front of that audience, it'll all come back to you. Go now, Charles. Be wonderful. Thank you, Fiona. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Here we go. Legs 11, clickety-click, all the lines. 99, absolutely. <laughs> All over the country would be TV companies plan for the day when they might get a license to operate. Now, the one that most interested me was called Boner TV Limited. And to find out more about them, I paid a visit to their headquarters, which is actually the cloakroom of the Marine Commando Club Paddington. <laughs> hello, anybody there? Oh, hello, I'm Julian. This is my friend Sam. Oh, hello. <laughs> Sam, Winter Base now, quick, it's Mr. Orne. These are the registered offices of Boner Television. That's you too, is it? Mm -hmm. Yes, we're like the grades. I'm your Leslie and he's your Lou. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an odd place to run a TV company. We haven't the man. 
money for bigger premises. We're hoping to save enough out of tips. Now, which area are you after? Oh. Well, not one of the big ones. No. To be frank, we haven't the modus operandi to service a big area, have we, Sam? No, particularly no. when you consider that these are our studios, too. Yes. You see. You see, Mr. Horn, Granada covers the North, ATV covers the Midlands. We're going after the area where we have special associations. Mincing Lane? Oh! <laughs> We's bound to be... <laughs> yes. Mm. It's going to be a television service just for our chums. Would you like to have a vardra at our schedules? Yes. Go on, Jill. Get out your schedules. <laughs> Go on, run your minces over our programme plans, Mr. Orne. Ah, well, you seem to be catering for a limited taste. Uh, Thunder Palones. Hmm. our version of Thunderbirds. Uh, then there's the Omis, Omis in Latty 17. Yes, an eyelash. Eyelash? Yes, yes, like whiplash, only without the violence. <laughs> One thing we're against. One thing we're against it. And oh. we don't like violence. Do we, Jewel? Dead, dead no, don't like violence. <laughs> no. <laughs> we wholeheartedly support that Countess Pallone. Mm. Um, what's her name? Oh, you know. The one who was the Honourable Mrs Gerald Lally. Leg? Yes, that's her. Moved to Lewisham. She's she Dartmouth now. Oh, she trolls around, don't she? <laughs> No, no, she's done well for us. Very, very. No, I like to see. I like to see people getting on. Yes, I like to see anyone so get do on. I, yes. I do. No, I do. <laughs> I do. Kindness itself. Now, where were we? Oh yes. Now our programmes will be very varied. For your intellectuals, there's eek to eek. Mm, that's our version of face to face. <laughs> what the papers, Polari? And Bonanza. Bonanza? Yes. Bonanza? Yes, you know, that Western about all those four great butchomies trying to find... <laughs> trying to find themselves up the Ponderosa. Bonanza! You're welcome. Thank you. And then for kids, we've got Saloti Blythewood and her two Siamese cats, Kinky and Steed. Very <laughs> mm, good. That's our friend Gordon in drag. <laughs> Then, of course, there's our piece de resistance. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bat-o-me. <laughs> Bat-o-me? Yes. yes, our own version. We thought we'd do something enterprising in a package. Uh, I'm Bat... I'm Bat... I'm, I'm Bat-o-me, cos oh. I own the tights. Yeah. And, and... And Jules Robin, cos he's more your juve. Oh, well... I think I'm past it, but Sand has faith. Of course you can do it, Jules. Well, I don't know. You I can know. do it. He's always running himself down. He's got no faith in himself. Well. But as I tell him, he may be a bit wrinkled on the surface. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> but deep down inside, where it matters, he's <laughs> full of your jeunesse dore. Yes, you could be right at that. Yeah. Anyway, we go trolling all over the world. Our capes flying... Mm, getting, up in... <laughs> getting up to incredible things with arch criminals. Well, relatively arch. Yeah. <laughs> Each week we'll find us in a new exotic locale, battling with the underworld. You mean like Tangier and mm. Shanghai and places like that? Yes, eventually Bat-Omi and Robin in Hamburg, Bat-Omi and Robin in Marseille. Yeah, but we've got to start in a small way first. Mm. So the first episode will be entitled Bat-Omi and Robin in the cloakroom of the Marine Commando Club. <laughs> Yes, it's paid TV. How do you mean? Well, you have to put a penny in the slot.
Well, I hope they don't get a license. I mean, the mind boggles at what their trademark would be. <laughs> Cheerio, see you next week. That was Round the Horn, starring Kenneth Horn, with Kenneth Williams, Hugh Paddock, Betty Marsden, and Bill Pertwee. On the musical side, you heard The Fraser Hayes Four and Edwin Braden and the Hornblowers. The script was written by Barry Chalk and Marty Feldman, and the program is produced by John Simmons. (laughs) 